Hello, I'm Pastor Keith Babb III, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the podcast of the Way Church of Tampa Bay. Our desire is that as a result of the word, that you no longer settle with simply coming to church, but you become the church. I pray that you enjoy this broadcast and that it challenges you, that it convicts you, and that it changes you. Thank you again, and let's enter into today's message. Verse chapter 3. I want you to look at verses 5 and 6. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. Thank you so much for all those that are joining us on this morning. I want you to continue to share this broadcast that many may hear on this morning. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. And it reads as thus, the Bible declares, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. Too many people trying to figure stuff out on their own in this season. Verse 6 says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. We pray that we even acknowledge the Lord this morning. And he shall direct your paths. I want to take a focus at verse 5a. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Wherever you may find yourselves, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to minister from this subject, the faith of the lost. The faith of the lost. Uh, We serve an unchanging God, but as believers, we're still subject to uncertain times. I know we realize we serve an unchanging God, but we are living in uncertain times. No greater evidence of that reality has been the year 2020. If you've been breathing just for a few months, you realize how uncertain this year has been. In just six months, we've witnessed unexpected deaths. In in, in just six months, we've encountered unexpected diseases. And even in six months, we've experienced unexpected racial divides in six months. I know you're watching from home, but somebody say in six months. And with each month that has passed, it has led to more and more uncertainty. Y'all, y'all, y'all know how the, how the old folks say, just keep on living. Well, we've been pressing through this month, and with each month that passes, it seems even more uncertain. Uncertain times. And, and, and it's one thing for, for the world to live in a place of uncertainty, but this year has called even the people of God to live in a season of uncertainty. And hear this, uncertain times lead to seemingly unanswerable questions. What am I trying to say? What are you trying to say, Pastor Keith? Uh, when, When you live through times like this, you ask yourselves, do I send my children back to school or do I not? Do do I heed the warnings of the news or do I not? Even do I resume my normal activities or do I not? These common questions become become unanswerable because watch this, when our routine is broken, that which is reasonable and rational is no longer a viable option. I hope y'all just caught what I said. Whenever your routine is broken, that which is reasonable and rational is no longer a viable option. Therefore, uncertain times can many times leave even the most devout believer lost. I hope I'm speaking. I know I got some folk that feel lost on that are watching this morning. You're in a good place. You're in a good place. I know that doesn't feel good, but uncertain times can even make the most devout believer feel lost. 
But the good news is that God teaches us our most important lessons when we seem lost. Even more as a word of wisdom, you do not need to have, nor will you always have all the answers. I know Pastor Cole was up here giving a prophetic word, but every time you may not have a word in every season because you are not God. So hear this, you don't have to lose your mind when you're lost because there's a pla- that's the place where God can lead you. I hope I'm speaking to somebody this morning. This is why David declared in Psalm 61 and 2, when my heart seems overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. In other words, here's what David is saying. When when we seem dismayed, when when we don't know what decision to make, when we don't even know what to declare to the Lord. You know how folk will tell you to open up your mouth and say something? There's times in the life of a believer where I don't even know what to say. And, and, And this is the place, watch this, that God teaches us our most critical lessons as believers. When we are lost. These are the lessons that only are revealed, watch this, when we allow and are yielded to the Lord's leading. The the, the only way that God can begin to manifest or teach us certain lessons in this season is when we allow or yield to his leading. If you're lost, you need to, to follow his leading. And herein lies the reason why many believers, watch this, are struggling with uncertain times and in this uncertain season. They're attempting to navigate a season void of the Lord's leading. The the reason why many of us are struggling is because we're trying to lead ourselves. In other words, watch this. The press or the news has been more influential in this season. Politicians have been more influential in this season. And even these protests and protesters have been more influential in your life than in this season. And God is saying, can you allow my providential hand to lead you? And the sad tragedy, watch this, is not that these things are not influential in the lives of people, but it's become more influential in the lives of God's people. Y'all putting more bank on the press, more bank on politicians, more bank on protesters, rather than the providential hand of God, leaving us lost. And this is why Jesus admonished his disciples with these words in Matthew 15, 14. He said, let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. Therefore, watch this, becoming lost is inevitable. I know you said when I came and I started getting my life together and I got saved that I'll never be lost again, but being lost is inevitable because you won't always have all the answers. Becoming lost can also be intentional when we are led by the blind. Many people are being led by the blind in this season. But here's the good news. Remaining lost does not have to be indefinite forever. Therefore, over the course of the next few weeks, I want to provide some lessons for the lost. I'm starting this new sermon series called Lessons for the Lost, Navigating through the uncertainties of life. With Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, serving as our guiding text, we'll examine the focus of the loss. We'll examine the fortitude of the loss. And we'll examine the fruit of the loss. But this morning, I want to examine Proverbs 3, 5a. As we glean lessons concerning the faith of the loss. And because contrary to what many may think, you can be lost and still have faith. 
That's good news to me. I don't know about nobody else. But it is the depth of our faith that will determine if the Lord will lead us while we're lost. So I want us to examine our text this morning so we can examine the faith of the lost. We need to examine our faith this morning. Let's look at the first portion of verse five. The first portion says, trust in the Lord. Our faith must be in the person of God and not in our plea to God. Y'all got to stay with me. What do I mean? The way in which God leads us is determined by his qualities, not by how we pose our questions to him. So, so here's the first thing I want you to understand. Our faith must be directed. If, if, if I'm going to be led in uncertain times, if I'm going to try to navigate through seasons of uncertainty, my faith must be directed. Y'all got to stay with me because hear this. Our questions, our requests to God may be flawed. They can be flawed and fluctuate, but his, his qualities do not. What, what am I trying to say? Remember, if you're lost, then your questions are most likely coming from a lost place as well. The, the reason why I can't put my faith in what I pose to God is because, in a place of lostness is because I know that my questions will be lost as well. Y'all got to stay with me. That means out of touch with the presence and purpose of God. Consider how Joshua 21:45 speaks of the character of God in this manner. Joshua Chapter 21, verse 45 says this, not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. This is why his qualities or his characters do not fail. Therefore, our faith must be directed in him. Y'all got to stay with me. This is why our text begins with trust in the Lord, because we need direction from the father. Our faith must be directed in him. In other words, oh, I hope y'all catching what I'm trying to say. My faith is not in my relationship with him. Stay with me. You know, many times can, people can ask God something and because they feel like they buddy-buddy with God or they got this tight relationship that they put their faith in their relationship. My faith is not even in my re request to him. Uh, y'all got to stay with me. You know they like to tell you to decree and de declare a thing. Yet my faith is not even based upon my righteousness before him because all uh, my righteousness is as filthy rags, but my faith must be in what resides in him. Uh, who he is, who he is. If you're taking notes, somebody put that in the comment box. My faith is in who he is. Because God, watch this, is not moved by your relationship with him. God is not moved by your request with him. And God is definitely not moved by your righteousness before him. He's only moved by what resides in him. That's his character. And one of the reasons that many believers remain lost is because their faith is directed in themselves. And not in who he is. Therefore, the question we got to ask ourselves, do you trust who he is? This is why throughout Psalms, the psalmist would declare their trust in the person or in other words, the character of God. Here, here, here's what I'm trying to say. The psalmist put his trust in the redemption of God in Psalm 34, 22. The psalmist trusts in the refuge of God in Psalm 18 and 2. And the psalmist trusts in the rescuing power of God in Psalm 37, 40. Why is this significant? Because God will only produce to the extent of his character. The reason why God can't navigate you in this season, because you don't really know who God is. Oh, y'all got to stay with me. Therefore, our faith must be directed in him. <laughs> Here's a word of wisdom. 
This is why it's essential to pray the character of God, because God responds to his character. Stop just calling on God and begin to call on his character. God, 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 because hear this, God does not reveal who he is, um, but his character does. The, the, the name of God doesn't simply reveal who he is. That's why folk got to ask, I don't know what God you serving. I need to know this character of God. In other words, El Shaddai, that means he's the almighty. Jehovah Shalom means he's peace. And Adonai means he's master. These aren't just names. They're who he is. As believers during times of uncertainty, during times where we feel lost, we got to ask ourselves, where is our faith directed? Because where your faith is directed will determine how God will direct you. Oh, I hope somebody caught that. Uh, I, I, my, my first thing is our faith has to be directed. Here's the second thing I want you to see in the text. Our faith must be dependent. The, 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 the second portion of that text says with all. And here's what I want you to know. A, def- a divided faith is a dead faith. In seasons in which we seem lost, our faith must not only be directed in the Lord, but it also must be fully dependent upon the Lord. This is why the next portion of our text says, withal. And hear this, the Hebrew translation of this phrase means everything. Is your faith in him your everything? Because the problem with many believers is that they only trust God when it is convenient or expedient for them. Uh, What do I mean? As long as I have relationships that I can depend on outside of God, I don't put my full faith in him. As long as I got resources, y'all know as long as you got a little job, giving you a little check for every two weeks, I don't put my faith fully dependent upon him. As long as I got a little bit of reserves that I can dig in when times get tough, I don't put my full faith and dependency upon him. Yet the revelation that we must catch if we want the Lord to lead us during times when we seem lost is that every relationship, every resource and every reserve that we depend on is dependent upon God. That that means it belongs to him. So all those little relationships that you love to call on when stuff ain't going well, remember that relationship is as a result of him. All those resources, that job that you giving you a little check that God can take the next day belongs to him. In other words, we would not have them if it were not for God. This is why Psalm 24, 1 through 2 says, The earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, and the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. That means many have put their faith in, what they put their faith in is what God has actually formed. Therefore, the dependency of our faith should not be on what is formed, but on the one who formed it. God and God alone. Why is this significant? Because God will not compete for your faith. I hope y'all just heard what I said. The reason why I know you think you got a little nest egg over there. But if your faith is not fully dependent upon him, God, watch this, will not compete for your faith. Because faith that is not holy in him reveals your worship is in something or someone else. Most of us are are operating in idolatry. This is why the Lord declared this concerning himself in Exodus 34, 14. Do not worship any God for the Lord whose name is jealous. 
Y'all got to see in the text, his very name is jealous. And many of us, are, we're too scared to put our full faith in him. And the reason why we're still lost is, God does, is because God does not respond to a divided faith. God will either remove the idol or he will remove himself. The reason why many of us can't hear from God in this season is maybe because God has removed himself. God says, I've got too many folk that have a divided faith. They only call on me when their resources are not available, when their relationships are not available, or when their reserves are not available. And God says, if you're going to make an idol out of them, I'll either remove the idol or I'll remove myself. Many people are believers, and God has removed himself. What a sad tragedy. This is why Paul declares in Romans 1, 25 through 26, they exchange truth about God for a lie and worship and serve created things rather than the created. Many of y'all say, I ain't bowing down to that, but your faith is not fully dependent upon him. Who is forever praised, amen. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. That, that, that means their lust led them rather than the Lord. Therefore, the question we got to ask ourselves in seasons like these, who do you want to be led by? That's a critical question, y'all. And the answer to that is dictated by the dependency of your faith. Many of us think we living for God. God is at the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And I get that. But if your faith is divided, you're being led by your lust. And because we lose more and we find ourselves more lost than where we began when our faith is not fully dependent upon him. Therefore, in seasons in which we seem lost, during times of uncertainty, our faith must be fully dependent upon him. Here's the first thing I want y'all to know. My faith has to be directed. It has to be in who God is. My faith must be fully dependent upon God. It can't be pieced out over here with my mama, over here in these relationships, but it has to be fully dependent upon God. And I want you to notice the last portion of our text. It says your heart. The enemy uses times of uncertainty to cause the believer to be unsure. If you're feeling unsure in this season, it's a tool of the enemy. He wants us to be unsure of our direction, unsure of our declarations, and unsure of our decisions. Therefore, it's imperative as we ask the Lord's leading in times where we seem lost, that our faith is decisive. Here's my third point. Our faith has to be decisive. Therefore, it's why our text says that our trust in the Lord must exude from our hearts. And one Hebrew meaning of the phrase your heart in our text is stubborn-minded. Y'all stay with me. In other words, your faith must be unmoved, unshakable, and unwavering, even in uncertain times. God says, do you have a decisive faith? Once you make a declaration of faith in him, that faith must be definite, or in other words, decisive. Notice this. This is why Jesus admonished the disciples with these words in Matthew 21, 21. He says, assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done by, to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. The word doubt in this text is the Greek word diakrino, which means back and forth. 
In other words, if you are going to believe God, then, then just believe God. I know that not, might not seem so deep to somebody, but if you don't believe God, believe God. Stop going back and forth with your faith because God can't lead you when he's not pleased with you and he is only pleased with you by a decisive faith. This is why Hebrews 11 and 6 declares, without faith it's impossible to please him. But he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And here is the problem with many believers. We have what I call a circumstantial faith. It, it, faith only when circumstances are conducive for faith. Y'all know how full. It, when everything's fine, I've got faith in God. That, that, that's called circumstantial faith. Or in other words, a lack of faith when our circumstances change. We've got too many believers with a circumstantial faith. If I know that I'm the seed of God, I don't care when, if, even if my circumstances change, my faith will not. Somebody need to say, I don't need a circumstantial faith. Put that in the comment back. I don't need to have a circumstantial faith. Therefore, the question that you have to ask yourself is how does the circumstances of life dictate your faith? Has all that has occurred over the course of 2020 dictated your faith? And watch this. Not what, and, and here's the, 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 the thing that people have in faith. All right? It's not about what my next will look like, but it's my faith that God will remain unchanged. It's not that something else may not happen in the next month, but I know I have faith in a God that remains the same. It's not that I don't believe that something worse may come upon the world in the next few months, but that I serve a God that does not change. My faith is in a God that does not change. Do you doubt or does your faith remain decisive? And why is this significant? Because you don't want to find yourself outside the good pleasure of God because your plea to God is only manifested when the Lord is pleased with you and your faith. Many people are making pleas to God in this season and we're wondering why God is not answering and God is saying the only way that I will manifest your plea is if I can be pleased with your faith. Somebody put in the comment box, Lord, I need you to be pleased with my faith. I need you to be pleased with my faith. Uh, so hear this. If you continually find yourself dismayed, lost, in uncertain times, maybe it's because the Lord has find to find your faith decisive. If I'm always lost, if I find myself always or continually dismayed, maybe it's because the Lord has failed to find your faith decisive. I need a decisive faith. And hear this, making sense of uncertain times requires the manifestation of faith. I've, I've got to have faith. I, got, I, I know this may seem elementary to some, but, but God is challenging our faith in this season. It requires a directed faith. Our prayers got to change, y'all. I got to start praying the character of God. I've got to start depending upon who God is. 
that, that God is faithful, that, that he's the same God today, yesterday, and forevermore. I, y'all, I know the old folk used to say, and we got the song that say, there's something about the name Jesus and things change when we call on his name. I get that, but really what they're saying, can you call on the character of God? And my faith must be directed in that. And, and is my faith a, a dependent faith? Is it fully dependent upon him? Many of y'all trying to check what you got in your savings account. You trying to check who you can call on in this season. It's God and sin because your faith is divided. Your faith is dead. And do you have a decisive faith? Not that things won't change. Not, not that atmospheres won't shift. Man, not that jobs won't close. But is your faith con- con- consistent uh, and, and, and decisive on who God is? And I serve a God that does not change. And my faith won't waver on that. But even more, the reason we must not become dismayed during times and seasons of uncertainty is because uncertainty, hear this, is the place where our faith is developed. God is saying that I want to use this season that seems uncertain to develop your faith. This is why James 1 reminds us that The trust in God is only developed when your faith is tested. The reason why many of y'all are struggling in this season is because you failed the testing of your faith in the last season. The reason why, why many people are losing their minds in this season is because you failed to allow your faith to be developed in the last season. And if we can be honest, This year has been one where our faith has been tested like none other. God is saying, I'm just trying to develop your faith. Because watch this, things will get worse. Because God uses seasons like these to develop our faith. So the question we ought to ask ourselves is, are you allowing this season to develop your faith? God can only direct you, watch this, to the degree which your faith is developed. I want y'all to hear what I just said. The, the reason why God can't direct some folk in this season because it's only dependent upon to the, the degree that your faith is developed. My prayer in this season for God's people are the lyrics uttered in this word. Spirit, lead us where our trust is without borders. Let us walk upon the waters. Whatever you would call us, take us deeper than our feet could ever wander. And our faith will be made strong because God can lead us even when we are lost. I I hope this is encouraging somebody this morning. Somebody's lost. Somebody feels like the times that they're living in is too uncertain to move forward. And God is saying, all I'm trying to do is develop your faith. He says, I want to take you from faith to faith. But our prayer must be that our faith is directed, that our faith is dependent, that our faith is decisive so that God can develop our faith in this season. Our prayer must be develop our faith, Lord, even in uncertain times. Somebody put that in the comment box. Develop our faith, Lord, even in uncertain times. I want to pray. Father, these are uncertain times. Your people, God, are trying to navigate the uncertainties of life. Many parents, God, are struggling 
with the question, should they send their children back to school? God, help our faith be like the faith of the text this morning, God. God, many are struggling, God, to make career decisions because of uncertain times. Help our faith, God, be like the faith in our text this morning. God, many of us are struggling with what do we do next? God, the only answer to that question will be, is if you lead us. God, there's no shame in the fact that many of the people of God are lost in this season. God, we don't have a word to pull on, but God, all we have to pull on is our faith. So God, I pray for those that are watching. God, that our faith might be directed. We won't just call on your name, but we'll call on your character because your character does not change. You are the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. We'll begin to call on the character of God in uncertain times. And God, let our, let our faith be fully dependent upon you. God, many of us are walking around with a dead faith and we did not know it because our faith was divided. But God, from this day forward, God, it will be fully dependent upon you. God, we won't reach to anything else, God, but we'll depend on you. Holy God. And God, it'll be decisive. No longer will our faith be circumstantial. Not when it's conducive will we just have faith. Not when circumstances change, God, will we lose our faith. But our faith will remain steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding. And God, develop our faith in this season. We want to go from faith to faith. Take us from faith to faith, God, we pray. Develop us, God. But God, even your word declares, God, that there will come times, God, where they will speak of wars and rumors of wars. God, there'll be a time, God, where mothers will say that it was that blessed are the barren. But children, many children will pass away. But there are times that are coming, God, that we have yet not seen. And God, we want our faith to be developed even the now. God, that we may be able to endure the season that, that will come. Thank you, God, for lessons for the lost. Thank you, God, for helping us navigate the uncertainties of life. God, that we can yet have faith, even while we're lost. We thank you and adore you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm confident that you didn't stumble upon this podcast by accident, because God is sovereign. And whenever our sovereign God sends us a message for a reason, he wants us to respond. My prayer is that you respond by allowing the word to be planted in you so that it produces God's will for your life. Until next time, strive to not simply come to church, but to become the church.